What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. Jazz talk. It is I. I am here. It is uh, your host, Who Tran Superman. That's at Who Tran H U U T R A N Superman on the Twitterverse and the IG. And uh, we're bringing on, um, of course, he loves to go the distance. Forty nine. It's Mr. Jared Barker. What's up, Jared? Uh, not much. How you doing? Who? Enjoy your All Star break. Uh, how am I doing? So this is okay. So I worked tonight. I hurt my back and. Mm-hmm. Guys, have you ever done the thing where, like, I'm a, you you walk toward a coworker, you do the juke and you do the spin move? Yeah, I did that tonight, and uh, I got done with my spin move, went for the layup, and I hurt my sciatica, so my back hurts. Like, I can't go from a laying down position to a to a sitting up position without being in an excruciating pain. It sucks, but um, uh, yeah, um, uh, so that's how my night's going. Speaking of excruciating pain, um, uh, Mr. Dragon Squatch is here. Logan Cox, what's up, man? I'm doing well. You seem to have a little extra pep in your steps. I don't know if it's the early hour or the excitement of our guests, but it is the it is the sound, early hour. You, yeah, but... <laughs> sound extra, you sound extra sturdy tonight. <laughs> um, uh, he, he teased that we did bring it. One of our favorite guests, uh, one of our jazz follows. Um, uh, he likes to stay up late for podcasting and BYU basketball only. It's um, uh, the Keegster himself. Keegs, what's up? K- KW Jazz Man. What's up, guys? How's it going? Uh, you know, it's exciting times, Keeks. I'm uh, you got it. the second half is starting. Um, uh, the Jazz play Friday night after um, a nice earned um, uh, a few days break. Um, uh, we the Jazz got three All Stars. Um, uh, everybody can stop freaking out about it. like the world was better. Mike Conley became an All Star, and the world, um, uh, you know, all of a sudden it was just fine. Like, oh, cool, whatever. Mike Conley's an All Star. Who cares? Um, but yeah, guys, let's start off. Like we we have the second half basketball coming up. The Jazz um uh, signing their fourteenth man, um and a, a, a huge 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 deal. Ersan Ilyasova, is that right? Ersan Ilyasova, um Jared. When when you heard the, where were you? Like this is gonna be one of those moments. Like you remember exactly where you were when you heard the signing. Uh, I don't know, but I think news of the signing put me to sleep. Oh, all right, yeah, um uh. Logan, um, uh, this is like this is gonna be like big news. Like, like Ersan is probably gonna be, I don't know, the twelfth guy in rotation for the Jazz, maybe. Um, uh, and you love guys eleven through fifteen on the bench, right? Yeah, you've always got to have that strong third unit. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the key to all championships. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's one of those. It's definitely one of those names that like gets you excited for a second because it's got some history to it. But then you start to kind of dig a little deeper and realize that he's. He's uh, he's well past his prime. It gave me flashbacks of uh, when I was a jazz fan and I realized we signed John Starks. I was like, oh, my gosh, we signed John Starks. And then you realize that it's that John Starks. It's not the old Duncan (laughs) on Michael Jordan, John Starks. So, yeah. He shot threes. That was nice. Um, The paper, the paper, uh, the wait, no, the bag boy, bag boy um, uh, from New York there. Kings. um, uh, We got Arison, the jazz guy, Arison, excuse me. uh, you no, know, you're you're a jazz fan, obviously. Uh, what's your you know like when, when the jazz signed Airson? Uh, what was your first thought? Well, when you you said that it's going to be one of those moments where you remember exactly where you are. This happened how many days ago? Like one or two days? I I don't remember where I was. If I'm being honest, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's going to be good. I mean, you can't really worry too much, like you said about the 11th, 12th man on the roster, but. I think he adds enough that last year he was still playing playing pretty solid with the Bucks. So I think what we got him for is going to be solid. Yeah, he might have been praying too. Who knows? I mean, he might be religious. I have no idea. Um, but let's say his way right off a of playoff roster. <laughs> well, I mean, again, Ersan's like we'll talk I about. You, I don't know if you watched the Bucks in the playoff last season. Ersan was not good. Uh, well, let's let's be a little positive here. Like the guy's six ten, right? He is a decentish shooter. Um, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think he's a break in case of emergency type regular season guy. Okay, I mean, okay, well, uh, we're starting the boyon talk early, but like, there, there's <laughs> there's a very there's a lot of similarities here when we're talking boyon in the playoffs and and Arison here, but. Um, Arison, um, uh, you know, again, six ten. He he has a decent shooting touch. Uh, Tony Jones um, uh, remarked to somebody the other day that he's not a defender. Um, he he kind of feels that like stretch for. There, there's a lot of people out there who have hopes that Arison can play. Like, all right, cool. If we we need a stretch four out there with 
um, the Jazz with Rudy Gobert. You know, I can name one person who thinks that Adam Bushman. And um, uh, so another guy that's out there with them uh, uh, with Rudy Gobert, and then someone who can shoot threes and play uh, play tough defense. Um, obviously, I mean, it sounds like the the four of us here on this pod don't really see that happen. The, the thing is, if, if Shaq Harrison couldn't get minutes, and maybe maybe it's because like he was also six three, and the Jazz really couldn't afford to put three um uh, you know point guards out on on the on the roster there mm-hmm. um, to play. Uh, or, perhaps, or, so small. or perhaps Shaq Harrison wasn't very good. Um, yeah. The yeah. Uh, I I, th- I think with Elias Sova, I don't. I'm not really looking for a regular season impact. I think he's just like you said. He's a depth piece in case someone in, in case you, heaven forbid we have a couple of injuries and he can he can play and he's been around. Um, to Brian Priest talks about this quite a bit, and I think you know perhaps Elias Sova can feel his. You know maybe he's a guy that comes in and makes an impact in a game or two per perhaps in a playoff run, but nothing, you know, nothing. I don't expect anything from him to be like a consistent, regular contributing piece. And if he is, it means something went wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe in, maybe in a playoff series, you got a weird matchup. We've all, well, I think all of us on this podcast have talked about having versatility. And when you play the same team, best out of seven, you got to throw a couple of wrinkles every once in a while. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. He's going to be like a, a consistent game changer, but if he, if he may, if he plays some significant minutes and maybe, I don't know, two playoff games, maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see because like we, we've seen Quinn, like, I, I mean, again, I don't know anything about the jazz organization or whatever Quinn or what we've seen, what I've seen, let's say what I've seen from the jazz the past, uh, um, few years is the jazz don't really like, they don't, they don't do a lot of like switching things up in, in the middle of a series or w- without like, I, I feel like the jazz are like, Hey, we think what we run, you know, our, our offense, the pinball, our defense is just so good that if we execute to our full potential, it's, um, uh, it's going to work. And it, to me, the last three, four or five years, or maybe the whole Queen era, I haven't really seen like, Oh, plan A is not working here. We have a plan B that we, you know, our, our, this is like our emergency plan. I, I don't, I can't think of a time when the jazz went to a plan B, um, uh, or plan C or whatever. Um, so that that's kinda, that's, yeah, go ahead, Keith. No, I was just going to say the plan B kind of feels like what we do with Jordan Clarkson. If we need a spark every single time, it's Jordan Clarkson. So it's not like a full on plan B, but when the, when the, uh, starting lineup can't get the start that we need, Jordan Clarkson comes in and immediately fires up the rest of the team. Well, uh, well, look what you're going to say. I'll let you go first. No, I was, was going to say no, that he's, he, he's right. That's that, that part is true. I was just going to say that, uh, you know, I was, I was going to be just a smart ass comment that, that Quinn Snyder's never had a deep playoff run. So we never had a chance to see if he actually works things over. Wow. Um, so, so <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, hey. I'm just, I'm just saying that, I mean, I'm just saying that if, if, if you're getting, if you're, if you're looking to go two more rounds than we've ever made of Quinn, that's twice as many games. So there's more opportunities to perhaps, you know, try but, something different depending on the matchup. Yeah. I'm not talking about a consistent match. I'm talking about in one weird spot, maybe he makes a difference. But um. yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, it, it it doesn't hurt to have a player of his. Like I, again, I say I say his caliber. Like we're talking about the twelfth man. Like just you know, uh, you know, he might be the eleventh man in rotation. Like if he's better than the tw- other 29 eleventh man, that's pretty good. Because um, again, it, like Logan said. If you just can just use them in one or two spot situations to throw somebody off, that could be helpful. So, um, anyway, but welcome, welcome to the team, Airson. Uh, hey, you know, Airson six again. You know, maybe we're well, maybe, maybe we're idiots and we'll be surprised. Like the, this guy is an NBA player, so he's an NBA player for a reason. Um, true. Yeah, Jared. Um, uh, so, so something I said for two two off seasons ago, right, was like the Jazz had to get to a point where they were good, good enough to be a player in the buyout market. And obviously the jazz with their, with their scorching start this year, um, you know, shout out to Quinn Snyder for a coaching all-star game too. That, that was pretty sweet. Uh, unfortunately he didn't, he didn't, he, if I played 40 chess with him, uh, Quinn Snyder, I would win because uh, he only played LeBron like one half. Come on, Quinn. Um, uh, LeBron's tired. You, you keep playing him. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. (laughs) But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, 
jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right. And you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at JazzGalsPod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! So the Jazz, I said that about two years ago. I'm like, hey, if the Jazz are good enough and the Jazz have gotten to that, you know, not, I wouldn't say prediction, but to where I kind of thought they could be, to be a player in the buyout market. And we're, we're hearing some names here. Um, breaking news, apparently LaMarcus Aldridge is coming to the, the Jazz and LaMarcus is actually going to pay the Jazz to play for them. So that's, that's pretty nice. Uh, we just have to get Otto Porter to do the same thing. How um, uh, confident are you, um, Jared, that the Jazz are going to get somebody in the buyout market? Um, not very, okay. honestly. Why? Uh, because I feel like uh, a lot of the other teams have more minutes to go around um, mm-hmm. for their respective roles. And I got a name like uh, Otto Porter, to me, that guy is still pretty young and is probably going to be looking for his next contract. So he might not even be looking necessarily just to go to a contender to get, um, you know, whatever role that they're going to give him. He might be looking to go somewhere where he gets more playing time, like Golden State. And uh, that he, he can parlay that into a contract next year. So, I'd, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Otto Porter hasn't been bought out yet. Um, the rumor, the rumor thing. Um, and it's, a, it's a popular jazz name, Keegs. Yeah, it's it's a report. I mean, it was a report that was put out there, but you're right, that hasn't been finalized. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I mean, reports are like, hey, the Otto Porter's agent is trying to grease the wheels to see if there's interest, and then to get a buyout. And, right. Yeah. Keegs. Um. Uh. You know, like obviously the Jazz are on just uh, this amazing pace. And there's a lot of chatter around Jazz Twitter, like looking for a trade candidate, looking for someone to be bought out to kind of help. But um, uh, who do you do? You, do you, what are your thoughts about the buyout market, trade market, and the Jazz this year? Really, not much. I think I don't even. My biggest problem right now is I don't even know who we could go get as far as like what money we have and who's available and who wants to be in Utah. I just don't see a lot of opportunities for the Jazz right now. Yeah, and uh, Logan, before I get to you, like, so I'll say so. Um, the Jazz still have their bay, right? Um, uh, I, I like calling it the bay, uh, the the biannual exception, uh, bay bay. Um, so um, the, the Jazz still have that they can spend. The Jazz can offer minimum contracts. The Jazz have a roster spot. Uh, so the Jazz, you know, if, if a team like the Lakers, the I want to say the Nets and the Clippers can only offer uh, a minimum contract, the Jazz might be able to offer um, the bay. But um, as Jared mentioned, that there might be other factors um, uh, to that too. Logan, um, uh, you know, you, know I, you love this topic, trade tar- trade market, buyout candidates. Um, what what are your thoughts on the whole thing? The uh, I don't the the buyout market for the Jazz I, is is a delusion. It's not something that's gonna work. It's just not gonna happen for us. Um, like Jared said, I think you've got you've got the big time the big time names who are just gonna flock to either one of the LAs or and and now we got Brooklyn in the mix this year. It looks like everyone's going to Brooklyn. Um, but I, if you've got someone who's on the younger end, who's got some potential like Porter, I don't know why he'd lock himself up, uh, for, for that price. I think that's, I think that's, I think that's why it's even more that that's why I was more, you know, heavy on the, like, if you want to make a change, you've got to make a trade because I just don't think we're ever going to, I mean, we're in first place, but it didn't, it didn't do anything. It didn't change anything. Um, and I, I just, and there's not very many of them every year anyways. I mean, it's a handful of guys and usually they're like in the Blake Griffin mode where it's like, is there anything left in there? I'm not really sure. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't no. know. This, uh, Sorry, that's an alarm. That must mean it was, I was very right or very wrong. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I, I think the biggest takeaway is that, that that's why the jazz, they're not in the same position as other franchises. You have to make a trade to make a move. And, uh, that's, that's just the way it is. That's yeah, my two cents. Um, like, when I when I talked about buyout market a couple years ago, like because the Jazz have like they're they're on the what the the Milwaukee Bucks did right. The Milwaukee Bucks were one of the top contenders in the East, and they were able to grab. Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to see if I can look it up and see who I'm uh, uh, signed with. The I, I think West Matthews was a buyout guy. I can't remember, but um, uh, like the uh, the Bucks went and grabbed some some guys um, during their run because they they were a contender. They were in the East. Um, yeah, and so and, and like really, it's, it's guys who are able to take minimum contracts to go there and um, and you know help 
the team get to a title so they can get, you know, ring chase basically. Right. Uh, Joaquin Noah um, uh, was a guy that um, uh, people picked up last year and uh, you know, a name that jazz players really wanted last year. Um, yeah. So as I looked that up to see, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure the Bucks signed somebody, but I can't remember who it was, but uh, it was always oh, Marvin Williams. Marvin Williams was signed last year by the Bucks, right? A guy that um, I was like, um, a guy that, you know, he released by the Hornets, wanted to go see if he could chase a ring with the Bucks. Didn't work out, but yeah, those, those are the type of guys, right? Guys at the end of the career that are ring chasing. But someone like Otto Porter, uh, as Jared mentioned, is a guy that may not just want to ring chase. May, he, he may want to find a situation that's good. And uh, yeah, going to the Warriors, like, you know, I, I know we kind of, we, we dunked on the Warriors earlier uh, in the season. Um, they're fine, right? Like they're, they're okay, but I don't think anybody really believes the Warriors are going to, uh, you know, do anything of significance in the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, the trade market. So the problem with the buyout market, right? Like if you bought charity, even if like say auto Porter says, yeah, I think the jazz, not only could I, sign long-term there, but I can win a ring this year. Um, where does he fit in the rotation, do you think? Oh, well, therein lies the problem. Um, I don't know. Honestly, you're going to have to cut somebody's minutes like um, Say so Joe Ingles would have to get less minutes. Mm, uh, interesting. Or, yeah, and he's been really good this year. Um because what is an what what is an auto porter? I mean, what is he like? I don't. Let me Google him. So what I hear, he he's a pretty young athletic defender, and he can hit threes. He's twenty seven. He's six eight. Uh, so he's a guy that can play three four. Um, yeah, he's athletic. He's a defender. He hits threes. I think this is the a guy. Problem that, like, is he hasn't is been. That, he's out of the rotation for the Jared, Bulls. Uh, Jared, this is a guy that you really liked, right? Yeah, but he's out of the rotation with the Chicago Bulls. I mean, that's never a good sign. Um, I, I mean, he's been making a lot of money for the last few years. The Bulls, the Bulls traded him. Uh, well, the Bulls made a trade with the Wizards because the Wizards signed him to a max contract back in the day. Um, they matched a deal that this was back when Brooklyn was really bad, and they uh, they were giving poison pills to everybody, and they're like, "Hey, sign this, sign this max contract." Right, right, did, right. And the Wizards matched it. And um, I don't know. He's just never been the same uh, after he left the Wizards. Like, but the I mean, his Bulls tenure could be a lot of things. I don't, I don't, I don't know what okay. to think of it. Um, you know, but so far things seem to be trending in the right direction for Chicago, and him being out of the rotation there gives me a lot of pause with what current how good yeah. auto Porter okay. is. And, and maybe sometimes like the relationship doesn't work out, right? Like you're just like, Oh, we thought it was going to be something and it wasn't. Um, but what if that, what, what if that auto Porter from the wizard state is still there? Like what if he's, I mean, again, if, if the, let's say the jazz have done their due diligence, scouted him and they're like, yeah. So I, I know you mentioned Joe Ingles. Um, uh, I think there's another name that we, like we always mention on here, but um, uh, because it's like, Again, we, we get down to the last five in, and we've seen that even when Jordan Clarkson is hot, no, nope. doesn't it doesn't matter? No, 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 no. no. I, I, I'm, I'm talking about the last <laughs> was, six or seven no, minutes. I'm just kidding. Right? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I get it. But like we saw it against oh, who, the Pelicans or whoever it was Jordan Clarkson was having a really good game, and Donovan Mitchell was not. But yeah. you know what happened? Jordan Clarkson for the last six minutes sat, and Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell weren't. So we we've talked about this before. Like the last five, it it looks like Donovan and Mike Conley are safe. Like Jordan Clarkson has, even when he's throwing flames, he's um, uh, not cracking that last five rotation. Okay. And then you have Rudy. Rudy's not coming out in the last five, in the last six minutes. Um, and that leaves Royce and uh, Boyan, right? Like there, there have been talks uh, in the last few games that Boyan should be sitting for Joe Ingles. Have you guys, did you guys not see that? I've seen that all over Twitter, and honestly, I was in that camp for a while, um, and I think I might even still be in that camp. Like as much as I love Bogey, he has not been as good as he needs to be in the in the closing minutes. And Joe Ingles has just been honestly better in and the last I, little bit. And, and we saw like the Sixers like in overtime. Tobias Harris, boy, on. Oh, yeah, just 
backing Boyan down. Like Tobias Harris, who is a fine player, but you know, like he's not who you should be scared about on that team, but they're sitting there running. And then, you know, Matthew all talked about this uh, last week was, well, the jazz have, you know, if it's not Boyan, it's Donovan or Mike, but well, that's, 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 I don't think that's a positive. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, but maybe if you take Boyan out, put Joe Ingles in and then they can, you know, you can survive somebody attacking Mike and, and uh, uh, Donovan, because you also have Ingles and Royce and Rudy in there, you know, positive defenders. Um, so if you bring someone like, like I, and when I say someone like, I, it doesn't have to be Otto Porter, but some of the Jazz feel could be as effective as Otto Porter. Uh, I, I know we talk about this a lot, but are we scared those Boyan minutes are going to be what hurts the Jazz in the playoffs, Logan? Uh, I, sorry, I've been reading about Otto Porter. He's only played 16 games this year. He's missed the last 12 games. So yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's weird. He only averaged 11 points though, so I don't know if that's good for him or not. Um, but uh, it, do, that was do a career think, 11 points. So yeah. And 2021 has 11.6 points, 6.3 rebounds, and 2.0 assists. Um, so uh, I mean, is he, is he out of the rotation because he's because he's hurt or what? I don't know. But those still aren't like amazing numbers. Mm-hmm. But your question was, does Bohan get played off the floor in the playoffs? Or like, are you are you worried about those like you know we get down to clutch time, and the the closing lineup is Mike, Donovan, Boyan, uh, Royce, and and Rudy. Like, does that lineup give you concern? In a in a close game, it does because I don't know that we've proven really yet that in close games that we can we can close it out. And, and obviously, it's some major recency bias because the last memory in my mind is the way that. Uh, and not, Tobias not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Tobias Harris, because I know some people were mentioning also the road, I guess the late rotation or whatever on uh, Joel's three, but I wasn't even that wasn't even standing out in my mind as much as like just how they just went to uh, they just went to Tobias for like three or four straight possessions, and the Jazz looked like they made an adjustment where they then switched Bogey on to uh, after after he worked him over like three or four straight possessions. They, they it looks like they switched Bogey over on to. Um, our everyone's favorite Ben Simmons, which kind of then didn't make it quite as bad because Ben Simmons just stood in the corner the whole time. Um, so I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's opportunities to do to, to make tweak to to make tweaks like that and keep trying to hide him, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, if it, I guess if if Quinn is loyal to his rotations, then I guess that's the he hasn't really shown any signs that when Bohan's healthy, he will not close with him, right? I don't know. I, right. There was a I couple games think, that I, saw I that. I, I, I can't think of any. Yeah, there's a couple of games that we saw that, but the last four or five games, um, there was a lot of clamoring, like, we need Joe Ingles in here. And I mean, there was like a Hornets game um, when the Jazz played the Hornets, um, uh, and it was close in, in Utah. And I remember Boyan going out like at seven-minute mark in the fourth quarter, and, and Joe finished the game. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and so and, um, and maybe, I mean, does that, Jared, does that lineup of Ingles instead of Boyan in, in, the, in the clutch feel better for you? Um. I honestly haven't seen enough of it to have a very strong opinion on it, personally. Uh, if yeah. you play, okay, so how about this? If you play the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, the Nuggets, and it's a close game, four, four five minutes left, I'm a, who do you want in there? Because let's just say the, 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 the four that are going to be in there are Donovan, Mike, Royce, and Rudy. Like, Who do you want your fifth guy to be if it's a close game? Well, it kind of depends on who the Lakers have on the floor. I mean, AD, LeBron, and whoever else they have, you know, whoever their best five are. Well, I mean, if I can put Boyan on KCP, then I'm fine. Uh, okay, then who's who's guarding AD and who's guarding LeBron? Uh, I would put uh, Gobert on AD. Probably. Well, I, I guess it kind of depends. If, yeah, if like I said, like, on the perimeter like, a lot. We haven't, we haven't seen that from the Jazz. But, I'd probably put Royce on AD, and then on LeBron, you know, you're probably going to have to put one of the guards on LeBron. That's just like what it, you know, it oh, is what it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Does that, does that feel good? I mean, does that make you feel good? I mean, I just gave my no. answer. Yeah, so. Um, uh, so, I mean, do you feel, would you feel better with Royce? If, if, who, who, who do you, who do you feel good matching up against LeBron with who in the league? Like Kawhi Leonard, maybe, uh, I Andre Iguodala, maybe with whoever's on the jazz, I would feel better with Royce or Joe. Yeah. I mean, Joe, Joe, I would probably, I'd probably play Joe. Uh, that's, that's on LeBron. Like, I mean, I'd be okay with, that's the thing. I'd be okay with Quinn taking out. Boyan and putting Ingles in there, 
Like, so, I, I think if you want a defensive lineup, if you need a stop, then that's probably who should be on the floor. So, yeah. so, it, so this is coming down to our, our Boyan problem that we talked about. Keith, I don't know. you Have you heard about the Boyan problem that we have here on this podcast? Uh, recently, what you guys have been talking to, talking about? Yeah, like it's like this is this is basically I'm rehashing the same arguments I've been making for three months <laughs> uh, about you know like I'm I'm scared that Boyan is the fifth guy in our clutch lineup. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with you've talked about that, um, and and I can definitely kind of see that. I mean, it's like I said earlier, we've had issues with Bogey in the ends of the game. Um, both offensive and defensive sides where he's just not pulled his weight as we needed him to. So I don't think you're far off. Honestly, like his, like, I mean, his one thing that he brings that I don't think anybody else brings to the jazz is just his, his clutch rating in the, in the last like few minutes, like it's a 99, like, like if this is MA 2k, like you give this guy the ball, you know, in the last four minutes and he'll, he'll drain a, a three for you. Uh, we, I mean, even when he hasn't been shooting well, he's, he's been hitting those ones. Consistently, so I it does give me pause to be like, oh boy, um, because my analogy has always been okay. So if you tell me that Bogey will hit five of five open threes, uh, like like the the corner threes, if he hits five of five corner threes uh, when they're wide open, I like that, uh, yeah. But if you tell me that I could for the about the same price or maybe a little bit less, have a player that can hit a Royce level three, like an open side three, three out of five times. But also, I'm a, can you know not be a defensive defensive liability. I personally think I like that more. Um, there's not a lot of guys like that out there, obviously. But you know, the Jazz might go out there. You know, I talked about Aaron Gordon. Like, boy, if you tell me that Aaron Gordon's going to get the open threes and he's shooting mm-hmm. at a 37 to 38 percent corner three, um, and they're wide. Like the thing is that, like, uh, Logan, did you see this um, uh, tweet from Mark Mueller? Uh, he said, "I'm a. This is like two weeks ago. He said, Royce O'Neal um, has shot 136 uh, threes. How many of them were not open? How many of them were not open? Do you have a guess? It was like six or something, right? Uh, Jared Keeks, any guesses? How many of his threes were not open? Yes. How many threes? How many of his made threes were not open? Probably I, ten. Yeah. Keeks." I was going to say similar to 10, maybe 12. It it was 10. So that means 126, Dude, 126 open threes. Shout out to XMs. He won too. <laughs> 126 open threes out of 136 uh, made threes. Like that's a, that's a really high clip. And the reason why is because Bogey, Donovan, Mike, Rudy, you know, the gravity as, as uh, Logan hates to hear their, their gravity gave Royce all his open threes. So, if we replace Bogey for, you know, Carter, Porter, or they say Carter, Aaron Carter, Aaron Gordon, um, or Otto Porter, or who's played 19 games this year and is yeah. hurt. Somebody else, like somebody else, like, like you know, um, you know, uh, Belicia, uh, hitting open threes in the corner, um, but gives you something else on defense. I don't know. Does it's just I thought I had. To really give you something on defense. Mm. I don't know, but like the, the Belicia uh, thought right from Adam Bushman, you know, the second shout out from Adam for Adam um, uh, is that um, uh, you can get Belicia and somebody and another asset and save some money. Right. But that was that was his thread that he had. So um, I, I, I joke about players. I don't know. Like I knew who Otto Porter was. I've heard his name before. Like that was a little bit of me just playing my role. I have no idea who, who B jelly was like someone said it on the internet and I had, I asked who it was and Andy Larson was kind enough to tell me who it was. Um, because I Googled B jelly and it was not anything to do with the NBA players. Um, that's great. I, 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 I that's a guy I've honestly never heard of. So that's, that's deep into the deep. Yeah. Into the, uh, yeah the jazz fans love B Licia. So B jelly. <laughs> K Y jelly. I'm still not sure. I know who that is. Yeah, you're, I'm, I'm with you. So yeah, I don't know. On the Kings, the big guy on the Kings. Oh, uh, I always call him Bialitsa. Uh, so I don't. Yeah, okay, okay, I know who that is then. Uh, by, by Jelly. <laughs> okay, I get it now. Hey, I'm Mark, and this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. 
It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. So, Jared, um, uh, so we're, we're heading into the second half of the season here. Um, so you probably don't think, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge is not going to make a difference if he came to the Jazz. Uh, the Nets, everybody's going to go to the Nets because not only do the Nets have, like, ample minutes to give people, there's a lot of bench minutes there to go around. Plus, they have a really good chance of getting a ring, um, especially going through the East. Um, I mean, what again, you know, the heat check time, temperature check time. You know where where do you think this Jazz team is going into the second second um, half? Like, are they the favorites to come out of the West in your mind? Uh, I don't think they ever have been, personally. I don't. I mean, I, I well, that's the question. Like, where, where where's your temperature um, uh, on these guys? Uh, well, we're the we're the first seed, and I think we're in a good position. Uh, let's just keep it keep it going. Well, what could the Jazz do to you know? I mean, the Jazz are first seed by you know, quite a few games. They're in the driver's seat. I mean, if this team doesn't, if this team is not the one that, um, uh, you know, inspires you to think that they're going to win the finals, what could they do to make it better? Or what could they do to give you confidence? Realistically speaking, nothing. Um, they can keep winning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, but I mean, so basically the, for, for you, this even season is not going to end in a championship. It's basically over if, if you're thinking championship for them. No, I think that they have a puncher's chance of the championship. To me, you got to play the games. I, I don't think anything's a foregone conclusion. Um, they're, everybody but, thought, but, but it sounds like you have like really low confidence that they, they, they're going to get to the finals. Uh, no, I, I told you I think that they have a you know 30% chance against a healthy Lakers team. Um, I honestly... <laughs> I honestly, that's higher than the than a lot of the numbers that are out there that have been out there most of the year. For the Jazz in recent history, I will take those odds any day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm a realistic Jazz fan. I'm not a pie in the sky Jazz fan who thinks that you know my team should can realistically so, go out and acquire. Well, um, no, but so here's what I'm hearing see. for you though: it's like like the Jazz are gonna, like the Jazz are probably going to be the number one seed, or they're on their way to the number one seed. They they've done almost you know they have three All Stars had the all-star coach, but even with this type of season, like you pretty much um, uh, don't, you, you think they're more likely to lose than um, uh, actually get to the finals and, and win the championship. Yeah, I do. Because I understand that the NBA is a star driven league. And the only team I can think of in recent history that wasn't star laden, that won a title um, that executed, you know, at the, at the high level, played a similar style of basketball was the 2014 Spurs. And they had a Hall of Famer in Tim Duncan that was still leading that team. And they had a, a, a superstar in Embryo and Kawhi Leonard. So it's very, um, I don't know, it's, it's a, I don't think it's out of the realm of the possibility that the Jazz won the title. I just don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the Jazz won a title. I didn't ask, I, I just asked, like, I just, you know, confidence. Logan, Logan. Does this sound like same old jazz to you? No, I've I've had a, I've had a change of heart. Um, <laughs> the no the uh, the all star. Oh, you get a chance to slow down and decompress and think about things. And I was um, listening to uh, the home court press guys are doing some a really cool thing now. I don't know if you guys have listened yep. to it or not, but they're taking eight and a half teams and comparing them to like the jazz teams. And uh, they had Sarah Todd on talking about the fourteen fifteen Warriors. And uh, she, she's mentioned it before. I don't know if she mentioned it on our podcast or if it was, she's been on all of them, but she, she mentioned it once before and it didn't quite stick as well. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, Brian pushed back and it, 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 it did really, it really did get me thinking. And that was in retrospect, we look back now when we see clay, uh, especially Steph and Draymond as superstar, you know, hall of fame, all time greats, but in 14, 15, that's not the way they were viewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it, you just don't know what anyone's ceiling can be, you know? So, uh, the, 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 the parallels are similar. Now we, we can't follow the same path, but what I'm saying is, you know, they, uh, I don't know, it, it, it is interesting to see because Donovan's obviously a guy who's on the rise. And I think we have enough 
the, the, the kickback a lot of times is, uh, do you have enough to like finish the game off? And I think that down the stretch, I think, I think, I think Donovan, he's, he's still got to prove it a little bit more, but I think he's capable of closing out games. Um, I, I do. And I, I don't know that he'll ever, those guys were in their own category, but it, it just, it was an interesting thought to just think back and back then they weren't, they weren't what we thought they were now. So maybe there's, you know, maybe a couple of years down the road, we're looking at Donovan completely different than we were before based upon this run. And the same, I don't know who else is on the jazz really, but, uh, some other good points is just the, the, the depth the jazz have is just, is, is pretty special compared to some of these teams. I mean, one through nine, and I will even reluctantly finally now throw in George Niang into that mix. One through yeah, nine thanks. is a, a really, really good team. And while it may not have the established superstars yet, and I will say yet, they, they, there's there's a lot of good players. Uh, we just need to see if we can if we can close them out. That's 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 my biggest question. If you're asking about the second half, what do I want to see? Is I want to see some more close games, and I want to see them close it out. I'll give them the I'll give them the I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that it was getting close to those those close games towards the end of the season was you know it was. It was you know, he'd be running out of gas to some degree, I see. But I would like to see some more close games right. and see how, see, if, see if we can close it out. And that will this, make me feel better. This Jazz team has made Logan a believer. Um, Keeks, um, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for staying up late with us. So I'm, uh, sorry that there's no BYU game for you to watch right now. But <laughs> um, uh, this Jazz team, I'm, uh, you know, where are you on the hype train? I mean, I think I'm pretty similar to Jared. I'm pretty realistic about the fact that um, – the Lakers are very, very good. Um, I, I personally see us beating the clicker, the clickers, the clickers, clippers, yes. <laughs> the clickers. Um, I personally see us beating the clips in a, in a seven game series, the Lakers, I think 30% is pretty solid in, in Jared's staying. Um, I think if the jazz make it to the Western conference finals, I will feel very good about that. And if they can pull off, an awesome upset against the Lakers and make the finals. I don't think we lose in the finals. You, you're not scared of the Nets at all. Um, less than the, the Lakers si- or the Sixers. Definitely not the Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. The Sixers and the Clickers. Dude, I am oh. so tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kings, no, I'm, I am not scared of the Sixers at all. The Jazz are a better team than the Sixers. We'll let you. I'm gonna go here in a little bit. Um, uh, so no, like, it's all good. So my question for you and Jared here, uh, Kings, I'll let you go first here. Um, uh, I mean, well, I, it's Jared already answered, but like, what can the Jazz do then? I mean, could the Jazz might have the best record in the league. They'll have a really high winning percentage. Um, one through nine is probably, you know, depth wise, probably, you know, could be the best one through nine in the NBA. But, you know, this doesn't come, this, this team, this Jazz team, um, it could all blow up next year. This, this bubble could burst. For a lot of reasons, guys can regress or um, lose a step, um, or not, you know, take another step forward. Uh, they could, but this could also, like, if this team isn't it, then I mean, does the Jazz, do the Jazz ever win a championship? Because there's always going to be the next LeBron team or the next Nets team or you know right. whoever. Um, if this is not the way to build, like, I mean, the way the Jazz built the team this way year, it doesn't work. Is the only other thing is you know get John Collins, um, uh, born and raised uh, in Utah for a year, and hope he becomes like the mega superstar that LeBron is, or, or what is it? Um, I don't I don't know if you guys saw the interview that um, Darren Williams did with Raja Bell, and I cannot remember the other guy's name right now. Some other guy. Some yeah. other guy. It's oh, yeah. I don't mean to disrespect him, but um, Darren Williams talked about how he tried to get other players, like mm-hmm. star players, to come to right. Utah. And yeah. nobody wanted to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as jazz fans, we've always kind of seen that. But hearing it from Darren Williams, who is, you know, arguably one of the best players that jazz have ever had, saying that as hard as he tried to get players to come, they wouldn't. Um, I think that makes it really realistic when you look at it from a fans and a player's pr- perspective. If this team can't do it, I, I think it's pretty right in saying, I don't know if we could get another team this good anytime soon. So I think the struggle the jazz have in getting superstars to Utah, it has to be homegrown stuff. It has to be the Darren or not the, sorry, the Donovan Mitchell, the Rudy Gobert's the guys that we drafted. Um, John Collins. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if we could get somebody <laughs> like that, it'd be great. I just don't know what the jazz can bring in that. We don't um, grow ourselves. So if, yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that if it's not this team, I don't know 
when it or could, when or if it could happen. Shout out to the Real Ones podcast with Roger Bell and Logan Murdoch. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Um, so, uh, jazz fans, I, I know that was probably depressing to hear. Um, but uh, my good news. Sorry. Robert Whaley Jr. next year is going to be a freshman. And so in four years, when he graduates college, he'll come back to Utah because he, like, he, he's from here. Like, he, he literally is from here. Um, uh, and then boom, all, we, all we need is Robert Whaley Jr. to become a mega superstar. And boom, that's how the Jazz do it. Get their homegrown talent there. I wonder um, what a team made up of all BYU, Utah, and Weber State graduates would look like. Uh, like in Damian maybe, Lillard and also Rams. So Andrew Bogut from like six years ago. Jimmer <laughs> uh, from his, and the from his senior year exclusively, not from his NBA career. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 um, uh, we're ready. <laughs> yeah. Even in his senior year, he didn't play defense, so he'd be um, food. <laughs> fine. Dame can cover the guards on defense. He can cover too. It's fine. Uh, Dame is not good defensively. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, um, we just have all the shooters. It's fine. I mean, like, like King's right. So, I mean, you know, the Gordon Haywood saga um, left the bad taste in people's mouths. Um, and it sucks because, like, that could have been a legit third star for the Jazz. And Donovan probably would have risen to the to the um, uh, top anyway because talent like that, you just don't hide. Um but yeah, so um, uh, it does help that Donovan and Rudy have signed for longer extensions. Um, uh, you know, hopefully the playoff, the player option years doesn't screw the Jazz. Who knows? Um, Mike Conley. There's a lot of talk about what he's gonna make next year. Uh, but it does sound like the Jazz and Mike Conley, you know, from what it sounds like, has a they have a good relationship. Now I, you know, I, I fully admit that I thought Gordon Hayward was going to um, uh, stay in Utah, but I was wrong about that. But my, my colleague feels pretty safe. I, I feel yeah. I, I feels more I feel the way he's Gordon. talked about it. Yeah. The way he talks about Utah, I don't think him and his family want to leave. Again, I, I try to, I try to like look at it without the biases. Uh, yeah, of, of course. The jazz goggles on, but I do feel pretty good that my colleague is coming back at a reasonable price for the jazz. Uh, and you know, and that's fine. I mean, the jazz have a, have a pretty strong core. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Logan, did you, uh, bring anything from the pouch or, um, uh, uh, this week? Uh, I guess I could call it the pouch. I created, a, I, I created a couple of acronyms here that I would like to perhaps put out to the Twitterverse <laughs> to see if they can help me quantify some things, you know, with numbers. Um, and that is the, the first one because it's everyone's one of everyone's favorite terms, and that's gravity. I called it the TRGG, which is true role gravity girth. So if someone could maybe put together <laughs> some sort of number that helps you quantify what the what the gravity what what someone's gravity is in, a, in percentage form, then that would be phenomenal. And then so, uh, how we, wait, we, can, can I make a suggestion? Like, yeah. could the gravity be like described as planets? Like, oh, this guy has Neptune type gravity. I, don't, I have no idea how good Neptune's gravity is, but like, I, I want it to be named after the planet's gravity. It's like, oh, this guy only has Earth gravity, you know, whereas Mars gravity is like 2.5 times whatever, right? So, that's yeah, my I mean, what, 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 whatever it is, I want something to help me quantify it and understand and see what it is. So, if someone can give me a TRGG, and then also I was doing some thinking because everyone, because the you know, the, the big talk was bogey. And do we trade and do we mess with the chemistry and the blender? Um, so I think there should be a tool or maybe a, a rubric called the BAP, the BAP, which is a, bl- a blender assimil- a blender assimilation probability. So if they could run some numbers and see how well they do possibly in the blender, that may yeah. help uh, people feel better. Like if this guy, if, if Harrison Barnes has got a seven on the BAP uh, and uh, Bogey's at an eight, maybe we feel good about making that swap or something. So yep. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So that, that that's just some things i have and if anyone can figure out how to put them into use that would be be welcome you can steal my ideas and take them as your own it happens yeah, there you go happens thank often. you thank you for the the dragon pouch we'll come back for um, uh, shout outs in a minute here keegs um uh, you know you're the guest i'm uh, we're gonna let you and jared um uh, keegs go ahead give us some um, of uh, the clarkson corner for this week so i'm gonna start it um i'm gonna start it on a little bit of a negative note Uh-oh. uh well but but negative for me so the Jazz today officially unveiled their earned jerseys. Um, the new greens, which I think are even better than the green earned jerseys that we have a while back. It goes kind of the classic green that the Jazz have worn for a long time. Last, I, I think I think they're awesome, and I think they're going to look really good on the court. 
But this announcement did frustrate me because um, in the way that they announced it, they announced that the jerseys would be available next week. When I ordered a Jordan Clarkson City Edition jersey at the beginning of December, I've yet to get it. So I'm not pumped about it. At Jazz Team Store, what are you guys doing wrong? We're going to shut you out. I've added them so many times. I'm so frustrated. I just want my Jordan Clarkson jersey. You know, what, you, don't do, right, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do you a favor and I'm going to DM Parker for you. <laughs> yeah, do it. Eat my jersey. What you need to do is uh, make your own city edition um, Clarkson jersey, post it on Twitter and have it go viral. And Clarkson will sign one, sign one for you. <laughs> so my wife did that um, like the month after I think I ordered it because she got her Rudy Gobert jersey like two weeks after I ordered mm. it because that's fair. And uh, I was just wearing a black city edition jazz shirt and she put sticky notes with two little zeros on the front and the back of my shirt. So I just need to recreate that. And then Jordan will hook me up. But what, what she means, but what he means by two little zeros, it was just some uh, two pictures of me that he put on the front. Exactly. Back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody understood. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jared, you got any cars and corner stuff today? Uh, no, just working on cakes problem. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that is the only part of Clarkson Corner that matters until he yeah. plays again. Jared Barker, um, uh, he runs the Jazz High Notes uh, on um, Instagram at Jazz Notes, Jazz High Notes on Instagram and Jazz High Notes Pod or Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can follow him at Go the Distance Forty Nine while he works on Keegs. Pro- Keegs, where can they find him? Uh, you're lovely. Uh, he talks about his wife a lot. Humble brag. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, okay. I mean, it is definitely, I wouldn't even call it a humble brag. I'm so far beyond blessed to have my wife in my life that I'm just going to talk about it all the time. Uh, even when it pisses people off anyway, um, at KW Jasmine, Twitter, Instagram. Um, but yeah, I just appreciate you guys having me back on. I know it was an early recording and it's good to be back on with you guys. I didn't, I didn't know what to do with the rest of my night. Like um, I'm just going to sit around for an hour after this is done. Um, uh, I'm, I'm single AF, but, um, uh, Mr. Dragon Squatch, um, uh, uh number one, I'm a plug, um, uh, the, the honey paws, um, uh, website for, um, uh, jazz pod, um, uh, you know, like kinks in order, a jazz pod co-op shirt, and they'll be here faster than the Jordan Clarkson Jersey. <laughs> yeah. A couple, a couple things. I mean, first of all, if whoever's got a problem with geeks talking about his wife, them. I mean, that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. I don't, that, that's a weird, that's a, the people can just kick rocks. Um, yeah, no, we, we definitely we definitely want to plug our jazz pod co-op stuff. So it's uh, do you want this.com. Great spot to get your jazz pod co-op things, uh, t-shirts. Um, yeah, that, that's 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 what it is. There was a couple of folks I think we were gonna, we I shouted out, but it was in the hidden episode that never hasn't surfaced itself yet. So oh, um, I will I will uh, I will shout out again my guy Zach Morris uh, at the official ZM10 again. Uh, just a dude who seems to be out there plugging our stuff, re- retweeting our stuff. And anytime you got a Zach Morris reference, you're already uh, high up there in my book. Uh, the, the, uh, the, again, our, our co-op guys, like I said, I touched on a little bit earlier, the home court press guys are doing a really cool thing right now. Uh, you know, the other two in our little pod group, if they, if they have something, then I'll gladly plug it, but I don't know how much either of them like me. So that's perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, the, uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. The, no, Brian, Brian does a great, I mean, if you listen to Brian, he does such a phenomenal job of plugging this little group that we've got. Um, he, you can tell, you can tell he listens until he puts his time in. We also posed the question last week, are the beehive boys part of the pot, the, the jazz pod co-op? I believe we said yes. So, uh, we'll get, you know, Brian Brown and most sweatshirts, see if we can get them in the fold. Uh, yeah. Good, uh, so, 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 so Brian might have a conflict of interest. You're, you're aware he's part of the locked on group, right? Uh, I don't really care. I'm not really worried about that. That's youth football. We're talking about the major league jazz here. David Locke, <laughs> David Locke is going to let us in. David Locke's going to let us in before we know it anyways. Um, but yeah, there, there, there is one, there is one question I want to leave you guys with. I thought about saving this till next week, but we've got a couple more day, days till the game. Um, and, uh, you, I don't know if you guys, if any of you guys watch like my 600 pound life. Um, and if you're familiar with like those big, if you guys have seen my 600 pound life, there's like these nasty, I mean, obviously huge people and they have the, a lot of them have these big giant, uh, lymphedemas that are swollen up these big, just like sacks of skin that like hamper their ability to move and do things. And I just want, I just, it, it's, it's the way that stop DJ honeypaws is giggling around the corner. Um, but, uh, you, you, you asked earlier, what do we want to see in the second half? And I would take that to another level. And that is 
what is the jazz's lymphedema? So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't. So yeah. What is the jazz's lymphedema on the way to their 600 pound championship? So the lymph, the, the lymphedema doesn't necessarily mean that you can't run to a championship, but it's definitely hampering your ability to get to a championship and it may keep you from getting there. It's not a guarantee, but if it's that, that one thing that might be dangling there that can make life a lot harder. So you oh, know, he just, dropped, he dropped the hashtag word my 600 pound Logan. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. So, so, so I want you guys to think about that, you know, search ponder oh. and, and just and do whatever you got to do to think about what would be the lymphedema. Just, and uh, I'm just hung up on dangling. I can't. <laughs> Dangle, dang, There's a reason another. I don't watch that show. Oh, man. OK, well, that's that's right. Like, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, good. What a good note to end on. Um, uh, KW Jasmine, thank you very much. Go to do you want this as D.O. The letter U. Do you want this? Do D O U want this? dot com. Get your jazz pod co op t shirt. Um, humble brag. Um, uh, Sarah Todd was on the high notes um uh, for two episodes before she started making rounds um uh, to home court and twos and threes. Um, so um, uh, but we all know as soon as Sarah and, comes, and ESPN. I and oh, that's right, and ESPN big time. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was awesome. You guys, I love her interview on that episode. That was so right? awesome. Yeah. We all know that um, uh, as soon as Sarah Todd goes on Jazz and Gals, though, it's over, right? Like that, that that will get like a thousand listens. So um, uh, you're you're underestimating. 10, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be way bigger. <laughs> Uh, title of your sex tape. So, um, thanks for joining us, folks. KW Jasmine, thank you. Go to this is 49 Dragon Squatch. Um, uh, I eat. That's it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. I eat. I'll edit this in there, uh, folks. Um, uh, go to KW Jazzman's um, uh, Twitter. We're going to tweet out a Venmo. Venmo him some money so he can buy NBA 2K21 and um, uh, <laughs> get the Galaxy Opal Donovan Mitchell. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, add it, I'll edit it in. Don't and do so, it. And yeah, get, please don't, don't do it, that. everybody. So he needs the money. His wife won't let him buy it. Um, uh, you know, so. oh, <laughs> oh, it's not on my wife, dude. Trust me. Uh, that one, I can promise, is not K- on my wife. KW Jazzman is so poor. Um, uh, he has to eat ramen for breakfast, but he wants this game so badly. And Donovan That's is buying a lot closer to the truth. <laughs> Donovan could buy it for him, so we need to buy it for him. Jazz Nation, buy this game for KW Jazz oh so he can play for Donovan. All right, I'll, All right. I'll, I'll, it'll be very seamless, so you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys so, remember when I made a joke about if all of my followers Venmoed me 50 cents, I could buy the new PlayStation and 2K? I had uh, genuinely like 10 people Venmo me, and I felt like a tool. No, don't, oh, don't, don't give me money. It's all right to-